Hey, podcast, what's good, man? Listen, um, on today's episode, we're going to get down into the nitty gritty. I want to give you six things that you can take away and help manage through this corona anxiety stuff. Long story, but be prepared. I hope it will really give you some tools that will make this week amazing. This is the Backpack Friends audio experience. Hey, y'all. So check this out. Um, So a few days ago on uh, social media, I can't remember what it was. It's just been like one or two days. I posted this picture. I'm out in the studio. I'm working on the computer. um, And I posted a picture of myself sitting in front of the computer. And the comment that I posted was, look at those circles under my eyes. Man, I'm dragging this morning. Um, All the quarantine craziness. You know, man, some days are just easier than others, right? That's just the way it is. Some days you bounce out of bed and you're ready to like attack. I, you know, I go into this Tom Cotter attack mode and I'm ready to just crush the world. Um, other days you have to force yourself into it. And I just posted and said, hey, look, if you feel like you've hit the wall, um, you're not alone, right? You need to give yourself some grace. You need to realize that you're doing the best you can do. Right now, um, we're going to be talking about some of this kind of stuff on the, uh, the, the podcast. Um, and starting right now, starting this week, some real practical, um, inspirational kind of things. Um, and the comments that I got, so that was what I said, but then all the comments that I got, it just made me realize a couple of things that there are, one, there are a ton of people out there, uh, and you're listening to this right now maybe, and but there's a lot of us that are just feeling like, and all the days are dragging. I have to have Siri remind me of certain things because I just, sometimes I forget what day it is. There's no real break from anything. You either go into these modes of you're working all the time or you're sitting all the time and doing nothing else. So, it, it, there's no there's no guideline, there's no wall, there's no fence, there's no boundaries, and everything just kind of spills into everything else. So that's the one thing. The other thing is, as people begin to comment and people begin to text, and I, I got some emails and uh, some private messages on Facebook and Instagram, people saying, hey, I know how you feel. I'm having a lot of ups and downs right now. People saying, hey, look, be kind to yourself. Uh, one person said, you know, the more we talk about this kind of thing, the more people would realize that it's okay to not be okay. Um, she says, but I'm not okay either. The only thing that makes this thing to- tolerable is knowing that we're all going through this together, somebody put. Somebody, somebody else underneath that said, yeah, I hear you, man. Some days it isn't quite so easy, but at least we're showing up. And she posted a picture of her coffee um, on the table in front of her uh, laptop, and she's she's doing work. She's getting through it. So it just got me to thinking about all of us, kind of how we're all going through this right now. So it brought me back to quarantine anxiety, this this depression, this anxiousness, this restlessness thing. It's it's real, right? And battling it can be tough right now. If you're wired like me and you want to be out and doing things and be around people um, and trying to produce and create and make things happen in your business or in the world somewhere, uh, it can feel really upside down. So I want to share something with you that's really helped me in the last few years. And it's really come in handy right now. Um, it's something that I've kind of been doing on my own for the last year and a half. And I've shared it with a few people, but it's, it's some 
some awareness that I think that has really helped me, and maybe it'll help you. I hope that it will it will help um, you get a handle on not just what's going on now, but once we get out of this, man, you're going to be in such a better place. You're going to be such have a, such a better understanding of yourself and other people. See, if you ever watch the Matrix movie, um, in the Oracle's kitchen, there's a sign hanging up, and Neo walks, Neo and the Oracle stand there talking, and he looks up at it, and she reads it to him. It's in Latin. It says, Tenet Nostrum, which is Latin for know thyself. See, self-awareness is the game, right? It is the thing. If you know yourself and you can recognize why you may be feeling the way you feel right now, and you can have a huge advantage just to helping you refocus your mind, helping you take some some of that, that frustration or some of that pent up whatever that you're feeling and guard your heart and your mind right now. That's crucial. So let's face it. There's very, very, very little in life that you can control. People have said to me over the past four weeks now, man, I just feel like everything is out of control. And my response has been, it's always been out of control. But now we're just realizing how much is way beyond our control. So you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond to it. True? You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond to it. See, I believe that you and I are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we're made with six very specific kind of needs, very specific things, and all of us have these same six needs. Every one of us. None is good and none are bad. Nothing is better than the other. We all have these six needs. So what I want you to do is I want you to get out your phone. And I want you to take some notes and I want you to make a list one to six and I want you to have these. And the reason I want you to have it in your phone is because you carry your phone everywhere you go. I know people talk about we need to handwrite, we're going to remember better and all that's true. There's brain science, there's neuro that backs that up. But right now, I want you to have this in your pocket, in your purse, in your car, um, beside your bed, wherever you go so that when that happens, you can pull it out and go, oh, there it is. It's number three. Okay, or it's number two, or it's number six, but I want you to have it with you. So I want you to put it in your phone. I want you to make a list number one through six. All right, so here we go. So every one of us has six basic needs, all of us, every human being. Ready? Who has these needs? Everyone. That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm imagining you saying that as you're listening. Everyone. So as you go th- through these, remember two things everyone has all six. None of them are better or worse than the others. None are good or bad. Every human being has every one of these needs. Number two is this. Everyone has two or three that are more primary to them. Everybody has two or three that mean the most to you, that stand out, that are more significant than the others. And you're going to want to take notes. You're going to want to save this. You're going to want to share it. You're going to want to email it to your spouse or your coworker or your family or your friends. I'm going to even put my personal notes into the show notes down below so that you can reference them. So I hope it's valuable. I know time is more valuable than money, even right now. So we're going to jump in. Here we go. Number one, I want you to write down the word certainty. Number one is certainty. If certainty is important to you, you would rather stay in a sucky job than quit and look for another one, right? Because certainty is important to us, some of us would rather stay in a bad dating relationship because the next one might be even worse. We want certainty um, in several things, in a lot of things, in anything, right? I mean, it could be safety in our finances, in relationships. It can be in restaurant food choices, right? If you're the kind of person that goes to a restaurant and orders the same food over the same meal over and over and over and over. Certainty is probably really important to you. 
If you are loyal to a brand like Nike, Adidas, Ford, Chevy, Apple, Starbucks, whatever it is, that's a, that's a sign that certainty is important to you. So number one is certainty. Number two is uncertainty. So under number two, I want you to write down uncertainty. So here's the deal. Who likes surprises? Anybody out there? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Not really. Uh, most of us, we only like the surprises that we like, right? The surprises we don't like, we call those problems. So our uncertainty really gets tested in some ways. If you're laid off, being laid off is no big deal to you because you'll figure it out. You're like, I figured this out before. It's happened before. I landed on my feet. I'm going to land on my feet again. Not a big deal, right? Or if you are an entrepreneur or you start a business, Man, not only are you at peace with risk and uncertainty, but you enjoy it. You thrive it. You enjoy building things because of the uncertainty that's there. If uncertainty is kind of your jam, then guess what? You're the kind of person that likes new things, new challenges. You're always picking up a new hobby or trying a new workout routine or going to a new, uh, travel to a new place. You enjoy trying a new restaurant. Uh, You go to a new restaurant or the same restaurant and you pick something new. You might be the kind of guy, the kind of woman that goes to a restaurant, they come to take your order, and you ask the waiter or the waitress, what would you, what would you eat? What's your favorite dish here? And they tell you, well, I like the cedar plank salmon with asparagus. And you say, I'll have that. That's uncertainty. So question. Number one is certainty. Number two is uncertainty. Here's the question. Can you experience certainty and uncertainty simultaneously? Well, of course you can Have you ever seen a movie that you've already seen before? You ever sit around at night and you're watching Netflix and you're like, oh, let's watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off or whatever that movie is. It serves two purposes. It brings certainty because you know you've seen it before and you know you liked it. You liked it well enough that you have a favorable memory about it. But it also feeds your uncertainty because it's been a while since you've seen it. You've probably forgotten some stuff that you're going to enjoy again. So number one is certainty. Number two is uncertainty. Number three significance. So on your phone, number three, I want you to write down the word significance. Significance just means to be known by somebody else. It's not necessarily popularity. It just means to feel necessary, to matter to somebody. Sometimes significance is pretty easy to spot. Like right now, if you're an extrovert, you might be having a hard time with having your need for significance met. You can't socialize, you can't connect, you can't interact with people. And that's really hard, right? If you are an introvert, that might not be such a big deal to you. Sometimes it's harder to spot. My daughter wanted to join the jump rope team at school. I kept asking her, why? Why do you want to join the jump rope team? I mean, she's already doing choir. She's already doing the musical. She's already doing soccer. She's involved in church. She's doing all these different things. But she wanted to do the jump rope team. Why? Because she wanted the coach to know her name. Think about that. Doesn't that sound like significance? I mean, the choir teacher knew her. The office staff has known her since she was three years old when her brothers were at that school. The nurse knows her. One coach knew her, but the other one didn't. And that coach was in charge of the jump rope team. See, being on the team met her need for significance, not because she was performing in front of the school, not because she got a uniform or a t-shirt, but because there was someone that would know her name. That's significance. Number four, I want you to write down love and connection. See, love is actually the, the, the need. Some of us just settle for connection and never really get to the love aspect of it. But it's relationships. Everyone has the need for love. Everyone has the need for that. Most people settle for connection. But I'll tell you this real fast. 
those first four, certainty, uncertainty, significance, and connection, I will ensure you, I promise you that violence will always be with us. Because things like violence, whether it's guns or bombings or abuse or any of that kind of thing, it meets four of those needs. For instance, you walk into a 7-Eleven and a guy walks in behind you with a gun and he's going to rob the 7-Eleven. So if I'm the guy with a gun, do you think I'm feeling certain? You think I have some certainty? Absolutely, man. I'm the one in control. I'm the one that all eyes are on me. I'm the one with a sense, a feeling of power. But I also am getting my need for uncertainty met because I don't know you. I've never been in this 7-Eleven before. It's not like the other 7-Elevens that I've robbed. You might say this or you might do that. The cops might show up. There's a whole lot of unanswered questions on the horizon. So not only is it meeting my certainty, it's also meeting my uncertainty. But number three is significance. Do you think I'm feeling significant right now? (laughs) Yeah, I am. I'm probably the most significant person in your life in this moment. But number four is connection. Do you think I feel connected at this moment? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Remember, number four is love or connection. Love is best, but most people settle for connection. And at that moment in time, all four of those, certainty, uncertainty, significance, and connection are all being met at the same time. So the bottom line is things like violence and abuse, abuse of power, all those things that'll always be part of the human condition simply because it meets four of our basic needs. And and it's an incredible, powerful kind of way. So until we have a change of heart, change of you know mindset and heart set, it's always going to be part of our experience. But here's the good news. There's two more. And these two are hugely powerful needs that we have that have the power, in my opinion, to completely override the first four. So number five is growth. I want you to write down on your phone, growth. See, people who value growth have a tendency to look towards the future. They're the type of people who are hungry for challenges, right? Some of them get bored easily. Uh, You think, man, that guy's got ADD. Well, maybe. Maybe he's just bored. Maybe I know people that, that have changed jobs a lot. And it's not because they weren't good at the jobs they did. It's because they weren't challenged. They don't want to just do a job. They want to grow. So number five is growth. Number six is contribution. Contribution. You, you want to make a difference to people, to somebody, whether it's in your backyard, whether it's in your, in your house, whether it's around the world. Contribution is always attached to the idea of why. Why do you do what you do? Why do you want to contribute? See, there's certain activities, certain things that kind of carry with them an idea of legacy, something bigger than ourselves. That's part of our Backpack Friends mantra. That's, that is our DNA is we want to be involved in something that is bigger than us. Same thing with Girl Scouts, same thing with Boy Scouts, same thing with, with churches and civic groups and all those kind of leadership things. It's always about something bigger than ourselves. A contribution needs tend to relate towards giving and expecting nothing in return. Volunteering, serving, philanthropy, charity, all those kinds of things. It's one of the highest forms of human behavior. It's completely altruistic, completely philanthropic. So let me recap. Everybody has all of these needs. Every one of us has all six needs. We all have a need for certainty. We all have a need for uncertainty. We all have a need for love and connection, a need for significance, for growth, for contribution. None are greater, none are worse than the other. But we all have them in varying degrees. So why am I spending time on this? Why am I using a a Backpack Friends Audio Experience podcast to put this out into the universe? Well, for this reason. Because if you can recognize the two to three needs that drive you the most, you'll be able to more clearly see the things that fulfill you. 
and you'll be able to more clearly see the things that bring you anxiety and stress and worry. Think about the things that you like to do the most, your hobbies, your passions. Think about those for just a minute. What do you love, love, love to do? What are the things you can do and get lost in? Like where time seems to fly by and then all of a sudden you look up and it's been an hour or four hours. I will bet you $1,000 that those activities satisfy at least two to three of your most important needs, maybe more. You may have something that you do that satisfies four or more needs. For me, music is one of those things. I can get lost in something and I can tell my family, hey, I'm going to go out to the studio and I'm just going to, I've got some, I've got an idea and I'm going to need to get that down and record it real fast. It's going to take me five minutes. Everything's set up. I just got to come out here, turn it on, plug in my guitar and go. Next thing I know, it's been three hours and I may have a, a complete song recorded or I may have parts of six songs recorded because something leads to something else, which leads to something else. But I can look up and all of a sudden go, oh my gosh, it's 11 o'clock. When things like that happen in your life, that's a clear indication that you're having several needs met at one time. And those kinds of things, I think, might not just be your passion, they might actually be your calling. See, the more you and I can understand ourselves, the more impact we can make on the world around us. So think about this. This is step one. What are the top most important needs in your life right now? Look at your list. Look at your phone. Certainty, uncertainty, love and connection, significance, growth, contribution. Think about it. I bet it's not hard to figure out. I also bet you can look at the person in the car next to you or on the couch next to you or the person that you work with and show them that list and ask them, which two define me the most? Once you can get a handle on that, the things that stress you, the things that worry you, the things that produce anxiety in you, you can begin to identify, well, I'm feeling this way because I'm not having my need for certainty met. I'm not having my need for significance. I don't feel significant. I don't feel like I matter. I don't feel like I'm growing. I don't feel like I'm contributing. When that happens, then you can start to attack those things step by step and figure out how to manage that stress, how to manage that anxiety. But that's where it starts. It starts with those six things. I want you to look at that, and I would love for you to to comment, to text, to email, to call, to to leave a, a post, and let me know what you think your two are. I'm going to post this on our website, on uh, Facebook, and um, what's that one called? See, I'm so tired. I'm so like strung out. Uh, Instagram. That's it. I'm, I'm going to leave a post of Facebook and Instagram. Why did I forget Instagram? But I'm going to leave a I'm going to leave a post there, and I'm going to tell you what mine are, my two, and I'll even throw in number three because um, yeah, it's kind of important. So anyway, I'm going to put mine top three, and I would love to hear your top two or three as well, because I really do think, man, together, we're better. We're stronger. We can learn from each other. That's what a tribe, that's what a family does as we lock arms and we work through stuff together. So I want to give this to you, and I know this has been longer than normal. So thank you for sticking with it. I will see you really, really soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. If this podcast has brought you any value, if it's motivated you, inspired you, or caused you want to take action and help make your world a better place, please subscribe to the podcast. Send it to someone who might need to hear it just as much as you do. Also, I've had a lot of people ask, what can we do to help Backpack Friends? It's real simple. Go to backpackfriends.com slash donate, and for as little as $10 a month, you can help us wipe out weekend hunger. That's what we're doing, and we couldn't do it without the Backpack Friends Nation. I'll see you there. If you have any questions, give me a shout.